Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We provide fan-oriented and analytic discussions on a variety of animated shows, movies, and anime, currently featuring Steven Universe, Gravity Falls, Miraculous Ladybug, Star Wars Rebels, Ruby, and Adventure Time. It is the Coraversary. Happy Coraversary to all of you. Coraversary, yes, I, in, which includes the Coraversary, TM. I'm anniversary. How's that? Yes, there you go. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I am joined by uh, Sam. Oh, why am I first? Hi. Delaney. Yeah, that's not you. Hello. Mel. I'm third. That never happened. Shaking it up. And Jeff. Sorry, Sam. I'm last. Hi. Uh, <laughs> Always. <this> is, uh, <laughs> I'm usually last. This is a technically an overly animated podcast, which is my new podcasting brand, but this is also basically just a From the Spirit World podcast i'm going to be, cro- be cross-listing it in both channels so if you are seeing this on the dong Fang tumblr on the from the spirit world feed this is just a an uh an old from the spirit world podcast so you can no, no worries um you will be have find just as much chaotic discussion about cora as you did a year ago today um so yeah it is december 18th uh, although in four hours it will be december 19th at midnight which is when the Korra finale came out exactly one year ago today. It came out like slightly before midnight. It was, yeah, Nick Nick <laughs> failed at putting <laughs> it up like at exactly midnight. Their one yeah, job. No, it wasn't even 11.30. It was like 11.20. Just remember like for six. the history books <laughs> that this midnight release plan was suggested directly by me. <laughs> That okay. is not an exaggeration. Dylan has the DMs to. to I have the DMs he has to... the receipts. He has the receipts. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I mean, that's how done. much Nick cared at the end. They were like, no, this was... guy on Twitter told us. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> so we're going to be talking our memories of this one year. I don't know our feelings on Cora. Just random. We've been talking about Cora for an hour. There you go. Um, I'm writing a post actually that you should for shizzles. Um, Put in the description when it goes up tomorrow because it's scheduled to go up tomorrow. I mean, the podcast is going to go up today, so that's okay. Matter. Well, you should still go check it out. What is your post about? Um, it's about um. Hold on, wait. Let me pull it up. Actually, Korosami. I'm assuming it is, but it's about it's 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 not just like a screaming. This is great post. It's like about that about like the sort of dialogue that happened that weekend. Brian and Mike's things on it, and just kind of like a whole. It's, so, it's, yeah. it's a thing. There's like, this is an anniversary of two kind of events, right? It's an, it's what, what I'm mostly concerned with for this podcast, I guess, is that this is an anniversary to the end of the show, Legend of Korra. And the reason I'm more interested in that is because that's what From the Spirit World, like, mainly covered, you know? Like, we covered every single episode of Korra on the podcast. Um, so I'm, I'm like mostly interested in that. But it, like, and that includes Korasami. So that's not excluding Korasami. But it also, this marks the anniversary of kind of like a cultural like anniversary, right? Because the Korosami ha- Korosami happened in the show, and then we also had these developments outside of outside of the show, which are kind of more culturally relevant um, than even Korra ending itself. So I think a lot of people are going to be focusing on kind of that aspect of it, which is like completely valid too, and we can talk about that a little bit, but. Um, you know, like, I think I, I don't want it to be overlooked that this is the end of one of my, this is the anniversary of the end of like my favorite show ever, right? So let's, uh, th- that, which includes this course on the ending. So we're going to talk about both here. Um, yeah. So the, yeah, I covered those two things on the outline, that thing too. So let's <laughs> one, one year ago today, it hasn't been very long, but like, what do you, what are your, what's most prominent in your memories 
looking back now on this night one year ago today. You're also- making me think something awful happened because you're like, <laughs> we need to discuss when you <laughs> Yeah, we yeah. need to process this. So like we all, yeah, Nick put it up and like we had to watch it on our own, which meant we weren't watching at the same time, right? So it was some people finished sooner than others. Um, which this is like a common trend like these days, like Netflix will drop an entire season of Jessica Jones, whatever, and like our room, oh, me and our roommates have been like purposely watching it very like rarely, but we'd all watch it together, and then it gives us time to process and to theorize and to just have group excitement, which you don't get with midnight yeah. online. Yeah, yeah, it's it was not it was not the ideal situation. I had some great Tumblr posts that night. I'm gonna be <laughs> I'm gonna be real with you. <laughs> I mean, was it wait? Was it wasn't the most prominent one? The uh, look what the uh... Homosexuals to me that that's the best <laughs> development game. Yeah. The one that you <laughs> look what the home. Yeah, because I was like, look where people be like. Look yeah, I'm not. I'm not really interested in talking about like the reactions from the negative side towards. <laughs> I just want to talk about my great reaction. Post. <laughs> that was a good. That was yeah, for the record. That was also suggested by me. Much like. Oh, uh, you don't have receipts for that one though, so it's kind it's of probably look it's, in the a, it's, a, it's in our chat log. Yeah, we it was look a year ago. No, no one has time to go back a year ago. It's okay, fuzzy. I, I have had time to look back. Uh, it's like, like really, it's fuzzy. I don't know who exactly. I want to say, you know, I just like thought what, it up in a dream. Yeah, so, like, what? Yeah, like, what stands out to you looking back uh, a year ago, like emotionally, or um, just uh, just like about watching it, or about the episode itself, the finale? Well, I think I know the answer to that. Perfect. I mean, the Coruscant ending, right? Of yes. course, is is yeah. was a big emotional moment for all of us. And like, it's almost it's a weird thing is it's kind of become normal now. Like, you know how shocked we were at the time. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. No, it was very. Now it's like yeah. I'm still shocked. I mean, every so often, like um, you know, basically, once basically once a month, a, Sam's Coruscant. Sam's like, wow, I can't yeah. believe that happened. <laughs> well, I, I remember, can't. I remember waking up. I remember like going through that weekend and like thinking, I was like, is this real life? Like, no, that was the night I didn't sleep because I had to drive to the airport at six a.m. Oh yeah, so and I, then me and you I had was like delirious a and thought I. I mean, we had it. a we had a live podcast right after it was like one thirty or. We something. did six hours of finale coverage. So we did six hours of finale coverage. Over yeah, no, that was ridiculous. That was crazy. You can go look up the archives of that on dogbufang.net. Jake's still spaying for the site, apparently. <laughs> I, which I don't. He has to consciously be like. <laughs> yeah, no, I think he's consciously doing it. I don't know. Um, that's. Thanks, Jake. Yeah, I don't, just looking back on that, I just, I just remember like that week leading up to it. And there's so, there, I mean, there's a lot, like, the, the thing is, it's not just that like Coruscant is the most prominent, like emotional thing. It was like the thing we were speculating on most too in the finale, right? It was the most we uncertain were, thing. And we were kind of, we were kind of resigned to like that not happening. Like none of us actually thought that was going to happen. And, and we, and I, there was a lot of doubt about the finale, not just in like the terms of Korosami, but in terms of was this going to be a satisfying end to the, sh- to the series? Yeah, which was and, a basic, which seemed impossible, right? Yeah, yeah. And theoretically, like, to the Avatar universe as a whole, like, this was going to be our, like, last goodbye. Like, this was going to be it. Sam started following that Instagram. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> and then, Keep going. And then we, get this finale and it has everything that we could have possibly wanted in it and then we get an ending that we had all wanted but never could have dreamed that it would actually happen and then it was just completely surreal like and to think that what, that episode how long was the episode it was like everything that happened in it's it was just like, like oh my god yeah it's like 45 minutes right yeah, yeah and it was just like um, how did all this happen yeah so first of all the finale is like way better than you would expect i guess and 
just leading that up to it, it's, scene, though. we had this whole thing where it's like, okay, we're tracking the likelihood of Makor happening over the last season <laughs> in the podcast. And then at some point midway through the season, I declare that there's a 0% chance of Makor happening, which I'm still proud of. Yeah. But like, I didn't, but like, we're going to be so, popping so many bottles when Makor <laughs> happens. That post <laughs> came up again like a week ago and it was like reblog. And then the pepper. That poor person. That treasure. But also I don't care. It doesn't, it's, it's, that's surreal. At some, I was like, for a few months after the finale, I was like tracking like the anti-Brike tag and stuff. And then I just stopped caring and I don't care anymore. Nope. And I'm not no, going to look at any it. posts involving that ever again. If you've held, um, if you've held onto this salt so long, just like, it does like, let it go. Like, I've, I mean, I've got Put it on like some nice sandwich. I've something. got McCord blacklisted. Yeah, I don't care. It's done. It's over. Um, and. I found it. It's like, okay, what's the chance? The biggest, the biggest fear, I guess, I had in terms of the finale specifically, I remember was, um, that one, that one scene in the aftermath being seen in retrospect as queer baiting and yeah. as, and in general, just the which, legacy which of Avatar, the, which, uh, the blush scene with, uh, yeah. Oh, I thought we were, okay. That's I, the, to me, that was the only scene the which was like explicitly beyond romantic. Um, if you remove the context of everything else, wait, wasn't that, that was the reunion, right? That was the reunion, yeah, not the aftermath. The aftermath was a season one episode. Yeah, Um, aftermath. Yeah, like the aftermath of what? That's like the only scene if you isolate, right, for with regardless of context, which is dumb. You shouldn't do that. But so I was just very worried about like the legacy of this show, like with regard to social issues. And then, of course, we like what's so magical about that at the ending is that it completely reverses my biggest fear about how we look at avatar and Korra, of course that is actually part of what i wrote about in this article that you may or may not read is that it was kind of like one of the <laughs> he laughs uh one of the kind of rare moments of triumph over queer baiting where it, yeah, it, it really it and, hinted and, and then it happened. And in <laughs> retrospect, it's that they wouldn't, you know, they wouldn't have included stuff like that unless they were going to end it the way they did. Yeah. But you were very, very excited the during when the blush happened. You had like a whole fifteen minute seg or a uh, tangent on it. I don't remember. That. That I wrote, part, no, I wrote an special. essay about it. Yeah, it was and very was, important. I can't yeah. believe that blush happened. It was very <laughs> important. One thing. I, no, that, I still have the essay. That I, like, we're not, we're not going to talk about it. And we're never going to talk about it, I think. But one thing I would like to know is like, is there anything anyone could have done to, you know, avoid the, you know, massive fallout that happened at the end? No. Like, okay. you know, <laughs> sort of, you know, that's but the that's, nature the, of the it was, it's, it was unfortunate is what happened. Yeah. Well, and here's what, I, not to tout my article again, but it is helpful because it's like, like the fourth out, reference. Well, no, it's outlining my thoughts. Shut up. It's outlining my thoughts on this because it's like, okay, so Jeff says, like, there was a lot of fallout, whether, you know, it was good, bad, in between, whatever. Like, people were, like, getting, like, to use this metaphor twice tonight, they were ruffling some feathers. Um, <clears throat> and I think it Is was... Is Allie a bird? Continue. <laughs> Why? Why? that necessary? Dinosaurs had feathers. Continue. Um, how it's... You have this whole, this whole sort of like game that people play on the internet now with like shipping and the way that it's turned into this like identifying factor for people and it's like the online click and it's, and it's how you view yourself and it's where you make your group of friends on the internet and that sort of thing and it's become this whole thing where people tie it into their identities. And then it's suddenly like war when, when someone's attacking part of your identity that, that you now have. So. That was what was happening on, we'll call it just one side of the argument. No matter who, what, whatever, we'll just, not to like 
pick people out. But one side of the argument was feeling very attacked and personally like victimized in some way that the what they wanted to see happen and this thing that they had attached to their online identity remained invalidated because it didn't happen. But on the other side, you've got people who were very, very in favor of Khorasami and love that it happened and kind of saw it as something that was above this. Like it wasn't just, you know, like the sort of teenage shipping wars that yeah. people laugh. It's like their actual it, identity it, had been validated. Yeah, it was. And it, well, yeah, well, yeah, it's like your actual identity is validated. You're actually what you want to see reflected in the world about yourself gets validated. So they saw it as something above that discourse. It's not something that you would question in that way or take shots at in that way because because it, it was outside the the quote unquote rules of of how those debates or, or games or whatever you want to call it happen on the internet. So I, I, I think, that was that was my thoughts on on that entire weekend. I think to like to, to for Je- for Jeff's question, I think it's possible that the reaction that we saw was somewhat intended by Mike and Brian. Um, like, I think the ending is supposed to be surprising, like, not like shocking, you know, but like, it's a subversion of our expectations. It was yeah. definitely a swerve. So like, yes. I think what, that like, when you, called it when it happened, that you called it, that, 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 did I call it that? Yeah, you did. That Khorasami swerve. Yeah, you so, did. So like, yeah, I that think that when good. you have a subversion, like a, a twist like that or something, like base, it's not a twist of the show itself, a twist of oh, our expectations well. that like, if you're, if you're subverting expectations, then. And, you know, people whose expectations are subverted and didn't want that to happen are going to react the way they did. Like, I mean, I don't think they like they don't think they're in tune to Tumblr. So they no, don't know I, what's going to happen like that. But. No. And I think the difference is you need to understand the difference between subverting expectations and what they wanted to the, the buzzword of catering that got yeah. thrown around because they use that as an excuse, essentially, to to not have a reason Pandering. to defend why they were mad. They would just say, well, they were catering, to which I think Brian responded really well when he said, no matter what we did, we would have been seen as catering because someone would have been upset. So I I think that was a situation. I also, I also strongly believe content creators should not be held accountable for, for fan reactions like that. No. No. Yeah. And uh, no, I and I got angry about that too. I, want, I wrote like an essay about it at one point. By essay, I mean like Tumblr post, not like a real essay about how people kind of because of the ability of content consumers and content makers to interact so directly on things like Tumblr and Twitter, people think that they're now owed things by these people and that's not the case like as someone who makes a living off writing at this point i don't i would i would be enraged if someone said to me well you should do this because this is what people want to see so well it's like like who's like who's gonna get on twitter and like at jk rowling and be like listen it's it's ridiculous yeah no and that's yeah and i mean that's the the danger of sharing your content because this is something that belonged to you and this is the way you see the story and there's always going to be people who are kind of unhappy about it or enraged by it or mad that they feel like they got duped but there's no situation when an audience is entitled to anything from from content creators i want i want to talk about core overall in a second but one more thing about this it's like at the so the big question i think i or not a big a big question i think i have is like do we view this moment like almost exactly you know in four hours one year ago today as being some sort of cultural um 
like uh, big of a huge event, like a shattering of uh, expectations, like and uh, a marker of progression into a new era. Like because at the time it was like, okay, this is a big deal for especially for children's media, and it's kind of unprecedented in that in that area. Um, but at the same time, it's like uh, there's other shows that existed that approach the subject, you know. So it, it's not like this was unprecedented in the war in the realm of television. Now we have some distance, though, and I think we could answer that question maybe more accurately. Um, like, how big of a deal really was Cora in from an overall social progression on um, in media pr- perspective? Well, I think talking like for, I I talk to a lot of people who are um, who are on Tumblr but don't watch Cora, and yeah, they no, knew that you. happened. They were like, dude. <laughs> Yeah. And like, and there were there were news articles, and I mean, I talked to a lot of people about it who never watched Core. They maybe had watched Avatar and they knew about Core, but they didn't watch. And I do think it, you know, I do think it is like I didn't start watching Steven Universe until after Korra. but I definitely Steven Universe is definitely like a game changer. Yeah. But I think this and Steven Universe has multiple game changing moments, but I do think this one instance of it's not only shattering a fandom's, not just a fandom, but like anybody who's wa- who was watching the show, their expectations of like what was supposed to, what Ooh. was to happen, and then just how the media responded. Like we re- we were linking, we were linking each other to articles for like weeks, mm-hmm. and, they were, and they were they were major news sources. <laughs> I think the the thing about it though is that it's an extremely unique situation, not in the sense that what it like in the terms of representation, because obviously, yeah, it's not the only show, it's not even the only children's show representing things in that way. I think it was the way that it happened, <clears throat> where you had specifically the way the characters had a, a dynamic with each other long before this and the way it transformed i mean like looking at it it's like they started out very typical in a very tried and and sort of tired uh, female v female dynamic of oh they want the same guy and at least one of them is vilifying the other because of that and they're not really friends in that regard fast forward to suddenly they're in a relationship like are you kidding me like that's great like it's not it's 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 a representation on multiple fronts because then you've got kind of not the fixing because you can't fix the fact that that's the way the relationship was in the first season but you've got kind of a a mending of the unfortunate way they're they they represented a female dynamic in the beginning well, there's a natural progression <laughs> to it too as much as as many people out there who say that there wasn't any buildup because they're wrong and for there to be there just but there was a natural progression and we for once got to see relationship build in a way that wasn't like because honestly you watch tv and it's like guy girl they're like you can watch like a pilot and you're like they're gonna get together because like that's what they do they take some they take a guy and a girl and like they kind of interact and they smash them together that's what they did with mako and Cora. and then we get this where we have an actual natural progression of a relationship from rivals to friends to best friends and then to being together like it's beautiful and there's not really a lot of and honestly with the exception of not Katara and Aang actually kind of fall into that category we did get to see the relationship evolve but yeah they were the kind of obvious yeah but then we have Korra and Asami and actually get to see like this development. Like, so, act- so there's like the, the, the element of a non obvious, like telegraphed couple, like build up, right? Yeah. Which is pretty unique. I agree. Um, 
like I think I think answering I think we're all on the same page on this answering my question overall it's that this the representation wasn't unique what was unique was the singular event which uh kind of the event and the the preceding non uh representation that kind of just there's nothing else really like it that just a show has ended um on such a big moment like that um for representation for a lot of people and i think it's just the one episode the one moment at the end of the episode thing that's unique like i think looking back i think it's also the still the background a year later <laughs> still the background. background on my computer i i think looking back steven universe is going to be just clearly like a thousand times more social progression show overall and it's going to be seen as a bigger landmark than cora like obviously that's true if you watch yeah. steven universe but uh, but what was unique, but Steven Universe that had, didn't really have this event. Like there's jailbreak and it was a little bit there, but there was stuff before that in the show. And, um, that wasn't like the same, like, uh, paradigm shifting. And uh, also that thing. was a diff, that was also a plot, like character paradigm, as opposed to this was like, this, it's a completely different shift. Like, and that was also a shock of a character, and like what the character is as opposed to this, it, which is like, com- like complete just shifting of what everyone expects. Like you couldn't have guessed what happened in Steven Universe. <clears throat> so uh, yeah, I think, I think basically to concretely answer the question, looking back, I, I don't think we were overreacting, which is what I was trying to say. Cause I think it was the, the point is that it was this event, right? So yeah. you react to the event. And even if, you know, Cora isn't as important looking back as, socially as uh people think it is now which i think probably will be true um then it it doesn't it, it still holds this uh this unique singular event to place okay um cora overall because a lot of time a lot of times i think especially people like like us look back at at cora and just think of Korosami because it's, it was the last thing that happened but also we had one of the greatest animated series ever right so my okay. This is several questions to come, but first question is like, how how have you engaged with Cora since you know December nineteenth? Often, I talk to her on a. <laughs> well, you have <laughs> talked to Jaren and Barney. But... I actually have talked to her. That's she just yes. Okay, that took uh, a, that swerved. Yeah, but uh, like how? Because okay, let me start with me on this. Like for me, core ending is is hard, and it's not something where it's like I'm just gonna keep watching my favorite show like for a while after. That's not really how. I guess I function. It's more like, okay, Cora, there's, there's like a two or three month, like decline in terms of me being engaged with the, the show and the fandom. And then it's like not much at all anymore, which I don't think is representative of my feelings of Cora at all. It's just like, it's, it's too hard to like keep up with, uh, and the same thing well, we also happened. had the biggest fallout ever i also think the same thing happened when avatar ended fun. too it was um, quite it's fun. like it's, it's it just it's really hard now. to be going go from like so into something to like, we have, have it not there anymore you know <laughs> what do you what do you what do you guys think no yeah for real i mean i was i was really bummed out um like the week after that for sure and was like going back and looking at all like the old clips and the old trailers and like back when Dylan, for some reason, thought the episode title to the Avatar and the Fire Lord was like the biggest spoiler in history and wouldn't tell anyone. Look, I, did, I, I didn't think that the context. <clears throat> felt like, okay. That was, okay. Well, that was the context. Mr. This is some weird inside baseball Avatar stuff. Fam. Yeah, no, that's Let's some see. old that's some OG fan Let's stuff. You have to be OG Donghui Fang fan yeah. to, <laughs> to get that reference. But no, it's like, you know, and it's like something you essentially at this point grew up with and like. 
have made friends with and it's not friends with the show i mean maybe but i meant like friends like human people like who also like the show um and you know it's and it's just you know it's 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 like harry potter ending or yeah or people who well star wars is like never ending so that's not a thing <laughs> but like you know something like harry potter where it's like people kind of tracked it as they got older and stayed with it you know like i was 22 and Cora ended and I was Ang's age when the show started. So, you know, it, it was, it was kind of weird because it's like I was 12 when Ang was 12 and when Cora was 21, I had just turned 22. So it was like insane to think about it in that regard. So like, what other thing? Okay. So we stop like being that as engaged with the fandom and well, I just, the I show. Did, I continued to share the show with people. Yeah, you did. That's true. So I, I kept it for myself. So your so your engagement is like showing others. uh, Yeah, I wanted to share it with other people, and of course, I um, over the course of Cora, I um, discovered. Well, I originally identified as bisexual. At by the end of Cora, that's what I had come to think about myself. And uh, around February, which was about uh, two months after Cora ended, I I decided I was gay. So I've had like. It was kind of, Cora was part of this like life changing, also like life altering kind of like, um, uh, like revelation about myself. And then also I wanted to share like what Cora, not necessarily what Cora had like helped me figure out, but like it was just so special that I had to keep sharing it with people. And I showed several, like I've, I, w- I have rewatched Cora. I actually can't tell you how many times I've rewatched it, but I have seen like, especially book three, I have watched book three like, several times at this point like with different people because i've just been rewatching with everyone and like i just kept showing it to people yeah that's that's really nice i had like such a profound effect on you wanting to share it with others your other friends that's 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 nice i don't know if i've ever gotten to experience that that much with gora um Dylan like, hoards it it's all for him i'm actually about to i just got a friend and it's funny these friends i had shown gora to they hadn't seen avatar so i we haven't finished the finale yet, but we're gonna finish Avatar, and then re- we have another friend. Who Tisk, just Tisk not having seen Avatar. I know Tisk. this is her first time I mean, watching Avatar. To be fair, and- though, I think it it could stand alone a little bit. There's one or two things, but for the most part, yeah. I think you know, it's its own entity. My two really, my two best friends hadn't seen. Well, one of them had seen Avatar, but he doesn't remember anything. And then so we showed, we rewatched Avatar. And then we have two. We, we're going to watch the finale, and then our other friend, we're going to show Cora. So that'll be my next project when I return to school. Is we're watching Cora. R- random note: I need to remember. I want to write this article. Cora, Star Wars, and <gasps> Tales. of You told me I wasn't allowed to talk about Star Wars. Cora, Star Wars, <laughs> and Tales of Symphonia: How to perfectly deal with your characters from an original in a sequel, or something like that. That's God. That. I see a lot of similarities between like how I can Korra, hear Mel's brain between explode. how like Cora deals with uh, the original series characters and how Star uh, the, the new Star Wars did it too. Um, Mel is string, <laughs> trying to string. Yeah, he was like Mel, he Mel's was, still not allowed to. You're talk not about allowed Star to talk Wars. about. Star Wars. I, I was allowed to talk about it, but not Mel. 
I haven't spoiled anyone yet. It's like, okay, okay. Delaney's rewatched it with friends. I haven't, so we did like a few months of podcasts after Core ended. And I, we, one of them was an episode ranking. So I rewatched a few of the episodes. I have trouble rewatching Avatar and Core episodes. I like, I, uh, like when the episode airs, I watch it like four times and then we podcast on it. But like past that, I kind of have trouble sometimes. Well, I think it's really hard to rewatch early Korra. Like for me, like I'm like, we watch book one and I'm like, oh my God. Like I love Korra, obviously. Even beyond like bad book two episodes, which I just have no desire to rewatch, right? But like, book three is like one of my favorite things ever. And I don't know. It's just, I want to, I would want to like randomly watch a book three episode, but just the like emotions and memories it invokes are just kind of hard to like randomly deal with on a casual like TV viewing kind of thing, right? Like I'm not, I'd I'd go towards a show I like less if I just want to watch one random episode of something because it's it's too kind of hard to bring up, right? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So like what that what that ultimately amounts to is just me not having seen Corin a little bit, you know. So I, I if I was gonna do it, I would just want to dive head in and like watch the whole thing at once, which I do need to do. But uh, yeah, it's it's that would be easier because you're then experiencing it and you can just deal with the experience of watching it because you're like tackling the entire thing right i do think it helps like i mean i having i have done this with several friends like re like what's what's i think it's really special to watch it with someone else because now it's hard because you're smug and they have so many questions you're like i'm not telling you anything <laughs> because there are there are a lot of cliffhangers in cora and like a lot of like interesting things that don't get explained until later and like to watch someone else like start to fall in love with the characters and i think i think that kind of helps like to deal with kind of like the emotion i don't know because it's different i guess because it's like i don't know it could be harder in some respects yeah what about what about you sam and jeff uh, how, how have you like what have how how much have you watched cora since the the finale well um long time listeners of from the spirit world will remember i think that i went on like a hiatus for a little time like out i was just off the podcast for a while um doing a thing my brother did the same thing and so he was gone i think he watched the first episode or sorry the, the first season and then but he he'd missed two three and four and so he came back and so i he was asking about core i was like oh what happened to it so i reintroduced him i basically just watched episode or season three with him skip season two because like Blah. it ranks number four out of four <laughs> for, for sure yeah yes out of four. um haven't done four yet though so i <laughs> yeah. want to although i think to properly appreciate four uh he, he should watch two yeah yes so, definitely i agree that's a conundrum but um yeah aside from that not really much i don't really rewatch things movies i mean i was sort of debating whether even to rewatch star wars but i think i will but it's iffy so i don't i don't get a huge amount of enjoyment out of rewatching things throughout the bat and yeah yeah i think that's i i yeah i have that like personally like if it, if it's like a year then like i just for, i instantly forget like most things about it so i can just rewatch it that's well, that's what that's I nice. do want to say that I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't like rewatching thing. things or rereading things, but I will reread Harry Potter and I will rewatch Korra. And I think that says a lot about Korra that like, I don't like to rewatch things, but I've rewatched Korra an absurd amount of times at this point, showing it to other people. Yes. If I, if I totally forget the content, I can rewatch things or read. Yeah. Cause I, I just finished rereading this awesome book series that I had read, but forgot all about. So 
if it's long enough that I forgot, I think I would. But given how invested we all were in it and how much attention we paid to it, I think that'll be quite a while before I forget the plot of Korra. Yeah, so, like, I don't know. For me, rewatching things, there's, like, two types. There's, like, just rewatching something because it's basically fresh because I haven't seen it in a while. Like, I just did that with the Star Wars originals. I hadn't seen them in so long. So it was just, like, I was watching them for the first time. But then, like, I do just rewatch things because I love them oh sometimes. God. And, uh... <laughs> wow. And Ali, yay! I, I just spent the last five minutes negotiating Jeff with Ali by text to get her. I'm trying to like be with too many people. I this was like a hostage negotiation. Ali, Ali. Ali's like, you on the podcast? You gonna be on the podcast? You gonna be on the podcast, right? And we're all here. And she's like, can't be on the podcast. Ali was like, can I come on for 10 minutes or I'm gonna get in? Oh my god, it's not my fault. My mom won't. Ali, Ali, Ali. I don't want to hear it. So I'm not talking to you. We're talking about about rewatching Korra since the show ended. And like, so like how much have you seen rewatched episodes since the show ended? And like, what's your feelings on like when you rewatch it or don't rewatch it, you know? Um, well, I haven't really watched it in a while, but, um, I don't know. I'm just mostly sad now when I do watch it because it's like it's over and I can't really relive like how, I don't know. I can't relive the ending like I did. I mean, everybody probably saw my YouTube. I died. (laughs) Yeah, the but internet knows. On well. for one minute, Artie plugs her reaction video. I'm just <laughs> saying. I'm never gonna I don't know if you guys saw her on video. I did a video. <laughs> well, let's see how many times it gets up to how many times Mel has put, has blocked, has. The reason I did that is because my thoughts were outlined in that. <laughs> no, I have to leave in like five minutes. Okay, okay, go for, talk for five minutes, go. Oh my god. What was the question? I don't even remember because Mel keeps talking about it. Whatever, watching episodes, but yeah. How have you engaged with Korra? Like, uh, like, so we're talking about like how, um, the show ended and then like our fandom gradually, it it gets like, I don't know. I was saying like how it gets hard to like try to engage in the fandom as much once the show's not there. Uh, Well, I can, I guess I'd say so, but I, I don't know. It's kind of still all over Tumblr and I met a lot of people from it too. And they're still doing like, like artists are still streaming like fan art and people are still writing fan fiction. So I mean, I feel like it's never going to really end. do, Do you guys still like read fix on Korra now? I do. Not so I, I mean, I'm I currently writing one. Does I mean? That counts, yeah, <laughs> that can, No, that counts. Um, I don't know. I I was never big on Corifix as the show was airing. Right now, I'm trying to find my. Uh, I mean, I haven't updated my ship my, on the month, but... Star Wars. <laughs> no Star Wars talk. Okay. Anyway, you brought it up. Yeah, I have to go see that in like two minutes. Yeah. Okay. Not two minutes. Great. Ten. Um. Okay. So we have. Oh, uh, you're going to see Star Wars. Oh. Oh my god. No, please. I'm not talking to you, okay? Okay, here's okay, here's a question. Let's bring this up and have Ali answer before before she goes. So the next topic is I was I was be, I was really big wondering when the show ended, like how are we gonna view Korra like in like a year, in ten years, like in terms of quality of the show? Um <clears throat> and so that's that's my question now. Has it's been a year. Has your perception of how good Korra was um and uh and how much like you love it too like your fandom of it has that changed at all like in a year am i going first yeah you go first i would say i haven't i like i don't view it any differently i mean i still love it and i always will but i feel like every time i watch it it seems better in some kind of way but again i haven't watched it in a you while actually so think it's been ba- you actually it. think it's better now than, well, than what it looking back on it yeah i think so because it's like i can watch it like you know r- right after like you know, I don't have to wait for another episode to come out so I don't like forget what happens. And it's uh, from book three. It's really good. <laughs> I don't do know. Think, do you think knowing, like, knowing the end helps, like, watching? Because I know sometimes you you're, you can't even really appreciate something because you're anticipating the end or, like, yeah, anticipating that was what's thing. going to happen. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't think of Korra as the type of show where it's like knowing what happens would make it better. But at the same time, like it would at least remove doubts in terms of the romance, right? In the show, like at least you know that who goes someplace. Good. I think it makes watching seasons one and two more bearable. No, it makes it harder because it's like I have to sit through this and it's like <laughs> to get to the. <laughs> For me, I, I'm like, oh, okay, this is fine. I can do this. As that, does anyone think? The great divide. So, like, I don't know. I, I, right as Cor- ended, I was like, uh, this is, you know, this is one of the best animated shows and American animated shows ever. Like, does anyone think that's less true now? No, no, I don't think so. And no. we talk about and doing podcasts, like we've been doing, like after watching Gravity Falls and Steven Universe, and I don't think I've ever been more involved in watching quality animation and i and we continue to compare these things to cora because i don't think anything's better than cora yeah that's yeah that's the thing me and you specifically we've just watched so much animation in the past six months and all of it is worse than cora like legitimately yeah all of it is and and that's not to say that we don't love these things or they're not good but like they're not cora it's 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 hard because i don't love that's and that's one of the the things like the is uh, one of the questions i had is like how have you been into other things since cora ended we can talk about do you know but like for me like i'm into i guess steven universe the most like ruby and just none of these are close to the like passion i had for Korra. you know it's not even close um i do think steven universe for me is i think in quality because i it's it's close at, at, at its best Steven universe is up there is right there with Korra in yeah. quality but it's not always at its best um well, I think it's also different though with Avatar because no matter how much we want to say this, but or try and act like, but we can't separate how much we loved Avatar from Korra because there was that connection there that like you grew up and you lo- love Avatar and it's, then it's, Korra yeah, comes it's, on. It's the same. Korra. They're they're one in the like, same in terms of passion. Yeah, and I think to have that long of a run of loving something you can't it's like how can you compare like oh yeah i love steam universe but it's or a book series like oh yeah i really love like these mortal instruments books but it's nothing in comparison to harry potter that i've been reading since i was like five that kind of thing like you can't really compare those two things based on time and just alone so you're bringing up the variable of uh you know childhood passion which the avatar course yeah. series has uh let's go through let's go to everyone on this like and start with that like she's like you've been into things since core ended and it's not necessarily important like what specifically each, any of you have been into but have you felt like do you feel like your fandom for anything has like come close to where you were with Cora at the end of last year that's the thing i really don't think so and that's the problem because i mean yeah she's still holding that kurosami boat pretty strong it's not even well yeah obviously kurosami but just the series in general like with avatar too nothing's ever gonna i don't feel like anything's gonna come close like maybe some anime like you know full metal would come close but still i don't really think it holds a candle to it at all is, <laughs> yeah. candle i mean I, i've enjoyed other series since then oh, but why, why are you laughing like the one just of a core like a non-animated that's right yeah you're like you it's, it's, you can like things since but you haven't been you, you're saying you haven't been as into as into anything since then. <laughs> right i haven't been in like yeah which now there might exist other fandoms of comparable like scope that was there was with Korra. I'm just not part of them. I think that makes it harder mm-hmm. to be a fan of the product. Yeah, there's like there's like two there's two variables here too. It's like one scope of fandom and two participation in fandom, right? Because you can be into something, and if it's only like you and five people, then it's not going to equal. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's the uh, thing. Like, I've never went on any into this show. I mean, like I never went on any forums like I did with Avatar or Korra. Like, oh yeah, I did do that. I'm probably not going to do that. I, I will say I've been. 
I've been really involved, not actually not recently, but I got really involved in the Carmilla fandom, but that's simply because Cora was my introduction to fandom. And I think that's more of a result of me being used to being in a fandom and like knowing <clears> how <throat> to do fandom. But how I long? How to do fandom. Like, cause I was, I was never involved in anything until Cora. <laughs> and I do think, but that all has to be, that's all due to Cora. That's one of my big, that's one of my big questions, I think, cause like I know to a certain extent what each of you have been into since and Mel and Delaney, do you really? both of you in your involvement, I mean, I see your, uh, your, uh, little, you don't see everything, your little Tumblr there and your, uh, asks <laughs> your little Tumblr. Uh, my big question is Mel and Delaney, like you are, you're the only two that I know have been like entrenched in a new fandom well, since that's then. The thing. Well, that's the thing is like that, is that a different experience? Us, that's my question. Yes. Well, yes, it is because this is a fan made up of a bunch of other fandoms like that's yeah. the thing about this is like it's i don't know if it's a bad the gay example or there's not just really an analog to to cora but it's just carmilla specifically is made up of like a bunch of different fandoms that mostly yeah. honestly the orphan black fandom a lot of people <laughs> like can't actually, but a lot of course people, people from Korea, like yeah. gone and jumped right over ship. there yeah. um I tried it and I'm like still on it, but not as much as those two. I mean, and I think not... it's because there's one really common thread between all those things. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a bad, it's kind of not, not a bad example. It's just not, there's, there's really no analog at the moment. That's, I don't think for anyone. That's an interesting question is that is, is the Avatar Korra fandom just like always going to be one of the original, like after Ellen? I would, I would compare it to, I would compare it to Harry Potter, like Avatar and Korra. And I no, I, I don't. Good. I mean, I don't necessarily, I really don't think Avatar and Korra is necessarily as, like, all-reaching the way Harry Potter is, but I do think you compare these two in that, like, they're base fandoms. Like, you find, like, if they're into something, they're probably also into Harry Potter and Avatar and Korra, or, like, does that make sense? I would would think it'd be older things, Well, it's kind of like on Tumblr back in the day when it was, like, what was it, the Super Who Lock yeah. Oh, Christ. It was like everyone was like branched off from either being like a supernatural fan, a Sherlock fan, or a Doctor Who fan. And then like it, that's like since disintegrated. Like that's not a thing anymore. But I think it's that kind of thing where it's like you've got a base fandom that then like doesn't know what to do with themselves. So they all kind of, cause half of, this is what happened is half the Legend of Korra fandom went to Steven Universe and the other half went to Carmilla. Yep. <laughs> like, basically. And, and I think I that's just kind of the dynamics of it. Guess right? which one was the better side? No. I think that I actually don't like, know which one you. Yeah, me neither. That's me. <laughs> I was gonna say, Ali, which one? I yeah, I, I think I think most of this is not probably not true, but like it's it's very it's very narrow to our experiences, and I also think Tumblr is not most of fandom in as much as we think it is. It's not most <clears> of <throat> fandom in the world. Well, we'll, we'll be <coughs> but more importantly, that's not no, more, more importantly than that. Like we're like five. How many other six six <laughs> different people here? And oh my god, like, stop dying! The one thing that we all have in common is that we're all like. <laughs> Stop dying. Oh my god, Ellie. We're all like these huge fans of Avatar and Korra and like we always have been from like a very young age, right? So always will be. Yeah, it's I don't it's I don't know if it's uh I don't know. To me it's just like it's just that's I mean that's how I know all of you is through like Avatar, right? So it's is it is it that just for us this is always be like our first like major fandom, so that's just how it is. And like for other new for like younger people, they're gonna have newer shows as that, right? That um, was my first venture into fanfic was Avatar. I tried yeah, to like same. season two fanfic, it was real bad. Well, actually no, not same, but I feel like I remember I that. Actually- 
Maybe. No one remembers it. It doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. And, and, and to a certain extent, like the dynamics that we have are going to be much less common on the internet nowadays, right? Cause that, cause things are different and like there's not specialized sites anymore and stuff like that. So it's. DF is a thing. Tumblr the- is the specialized site. Well, DF, t- yeah. no, cause you were on, actually that was my suggestion. If we're going to talk about who suggested what in receipts, I was the one who told you to get a Tumblr. <laughs> so you're welcome for that. But things like Avatar Spirit and stuff and like websites are kind of a thing of that. LOL ASM. Yeah. Oh God. LOL. Um, but yeah. And I will say I had never been on a forum until I got into, like I listened to a podcast and was like, okay, I'm going to get on the forum now. Which actually, that's an interesting topic on, I mean, running the DF Tumblr is far easier than running <laughs> You're welcome. The webmaster, web designer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, is this how it's going to be from now on? Does that change the kind of fandoms that can exist? Because, you know, Tumblr supports a certain narrow range of, you know, interaction models that um, that other sites could do better at but just it's harder to do for a small so family. are you saying like in the past you need to have someone who's like so into it that they like make a site right whereas yeah, so whereas, whereas now tumblr supports like people who are only kind of into things and everyone everyone can have a tumblr like, not everyone can make websites. yeah yeah it's a higher barrier, barrier to entry to have a website but the website lets you do whatever you want so we could have chat, had little mini chat boxes we had a, a dedicated podcast yeah, but I, I, I mean, I much prefer the fan site model. Like, I mean, Ali's going to Star Wars. Okay, I mean, I don't know what after <laughs> means, but after whoever was done talking, and then Mel interrupted. Okay, I, Ali, I wanted have, a chance to say the word Star. Ali, Wars. have fun at Star Wars. Bye. <laughs> bye. 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 No spoilers. Uh, obviously, bye. Okay. Uh, um. So yeah, no. I. Th- I mean, this is this is a larger topic, and I'm very I'm very interested in this, and we've talked about it before. I also think we're our like I said, our perspective is kind of narrow by. That's Tumblr is how most of us engage with fandom. Now. Also, hello, like we're the nerds who like are on a podcast and like love it so much that we're on a podcast and we talk about. It. Yeah, yeah. And I, I also think Tumblr. I, th- I think Tumblr is probably not going to be a thing in five years. Like if if internet history says anything, you know. Yeah. Um. Something else will pop up. Yeah. So we'll see how fandom. Evolves. Maybe something anyway. that works. Um. That was like a giant tangent. So, I actually don't get mad at Tumblr updates the way everyone else does. I, I, mean, I get mad when they change how it looks because that annoys me because they don't change okay. how it looks. Okay. Let's talk the uh, <laughs> the core comics are coming up. So. Are we ever going to do the rift? Just I side. Don't, I don't care. <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe we. I want to do the rift. May has good. a boyfriend. I'm not a fan of this. Uh, what? Uh, did did you say anything that involves Zuki? Because if not, I don't care. Oh my god, Dylan. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. So, uh, okay, now you're right. Now I don't want to cover the comics because I hate you. So, yeah, okay. Wait, doesn't, doesn't Mel owe Dylan a comic? Or, uh, no, fic. Okay. Oh yeah, you didn't write me my fanfic. Wow, Jeff. Thank you for reminding me. Did BRB as soon as you say that? Oh my god. out. BRB. That was not a genuine BRB. We'll see when she gets back. So, yes, okay. Ignoring the Avatar comics, which... You know, we should cover them, and we will. But, like, these are not... There's a lot of people in the fandom are, like, into the Avatar comics. And that's cool. Like, I'm not, like, degrading that. But these are... The core comics are going to be much different because they're written by Mike. Um, and, and we don't have a Bitter Zutarian. Bitter, it's, like, Bitter Zutarian, who wasn't involved with any either series, versus the, the one of the creators, right, in terms of the writer. Like, you know, which one? Which means we're going to have gay comics. This is exciting. So, okay. who, Now, at this point... I had a like, phone call, you jerk. Back when the Rift was first coming out, what was the... the 
the thinking on Mike's propensity at writing? Was it? Like- uh, it was much lower, right? Yeah. 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 So-, so that was like this before, like before book three, I was like super down on Mike as a writer, right? So- yeah. Like if these comics were going to come before book three, book three would have been like, oh man, these are going to be bad. I mean, I still would have been, it still would have been different. Like my main thing in terms of not being invested in the Avatar comics is not necessarily Gene Yang's quality as a writer. Cause I think he's a pretty good writer. It's, it's just that it's not like a, a thing by the crew. Like, why do we care? It's not a yeah. thing that's by the crew. So I think that mostly I would have reacted the same way, but it's more special given the content. And, uh, you know, now that Mike's, um, is, is Mike is, uh, you know, okay, let's, I want to talk about Star Wars for a second. So, oh, wow. okay, I was rewatching the originals and like, of course, during the, uh, what, what episode was it? 404, 403. Why are you saying 404? K404, K403. When? 404 is not found. When, uh, uh-huh. when, uh, Toffin, uh, Korra in the swamp, right? Oh, you meant God. I mean, the whole time talking? me and Mel were like, "It's Star Wars." You guys were like, "It's literally no, Star Wars," and I was like, "Okay, I get that." But like, Jesus. I watched it again, and it's like, Dylan, if I can go back so... in time, I would kick you in the face. No, wait, what? Like, what I'm did still you mad say? About this. Oh, yeah, like the thing, the Dagobah scene. Yeah, Dagobah okay. Scene. I'm, I'm. Okay, it's coming back. Like now. what I, what I didn't understand was just that the swamp yeah, no, that must have been modeled after Dagobah originally. Like that's how similar they look. No, Mel only told you this like six times. No, like I understand it's the same dynamic. That's what I thought you meant, though. Like, what? Jesus! <laughs> so mad. This is why I got mad at you earlier. Why? You said it, why did Mike mad. write like this thing, which is literally just Star Wars Episode Five? Why did he because do that? Dylan, that's that's derivative stuff that happens all the yeah, time. Yeah, but like this is Aragon like beyond. Is it's like a beyond stuff. derivative, though. It's the same exact location. Well, Dylan. Okay, so I but I Star can't Wars speak to the location. Classic. I can't speak to the location. Like that's I I can't I can't help you. Like literally, I it's, it looks the. Same. You need to calm down about that. It's the same. Second of all, I it's it, Star Wars itself is derivative of other things too. Like I mean, that's completely Joseph Campbell. Like it took things from Joseph Campbell. It took things from westerns. I mean, everything's derivative of everything. I mean, yeah, like yes, yes, yes. aesthetically, it kind of does look a lot like this, and it functions the same way. That's that's the argument I would also, make in terms of why it doesn't matter that the new movie is the same yeah. plot structure as the fourth movie. No, yeah, no. That's, I, that's the argument. Yeah, no, and just, I. This is much. Whoa, better. hey, hey, now. That's, that's in the non-spoiler. That's not, not a spoiler. The, yeah, that's, that's spoiler. in the non-spoiler reviews. Yeah, I'll, everyone knows. People that purposely. Well, I know, but Whatever. still. Okay. Anyway. Okay, but like this isn't labeled as Star Wars. We're not saying anything beyond that. Okay, yeah. so it's it's like. Like, this is the same thing. Anyway, I'm worried, I'm still worried about my, the general conclusion, I'm still worried about Mike as a writer because he has the propensity to just write Star Wars in, in Korra. So now I know that. Okay. I actually think that was a thing, like, the, in, in, in classes when we would talk about it. It's like, when you don't know what to write, you end up writing one of three things and one of them was Star Wars. <laughs> like, when and you I just think, don't know what to do. I mean, I think, I, the, I think, think it, and it, might, it might not even, like, and I, it doesn't matter either way, like, intentional like or not, like, this writing, happens. What is it? It was like, King Arthur, Star Wars, or something else. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's like, like you pick Wars one, and then that's probably. what you end up writing. Briefly, I do think that Star Wars is not the same as saying, "Oh, everything's just uh, is just the same story." Because I think Star Wars is one of the modern stories, which oh, everything no, is based on. Yeah, no, but the thing no, is that, but the no, thing no, is, when Star Wars happened, like Dylan, that Star Wars is the the and st- in bringing this back to Korra, then too is like this Star Wars, like the model then that Korra took from is like. 
the modern example of everything is literally just everything else because it was literally when in the writing of a new hope it was based on joseph campbell's you hate when i bring this up but it was based on joseph campbell's book the hero with a thousand faces about tracking the hero's journey hero's journey hero's journey that was specifically dylan the only time you talk about the hero's journey anymore is the same dylan i'm gonna start cursing at you and then you're gonna have to start believing so the core comics so um no i'm not done with you so that that's the the ultimate example of the fact that everything is like everything else because that was purposely designed off of a time-honored sort of western tradition of writing so take it to core then like yes aesthetically like it looked like freaking dagaba and like toff might as well have been on her back while she was like taking laps around the the place but it's yeah, it's it's based on on a traditional model. I mean, that's just the way it works, and yeah. that's what you go back to when you don't know what to write. Is you go back to basics. So the core comics. Um... <sighs> Swear. Okay, so here's the update. So we have. Oh, she has a bachelor's in in creative writing, but that doesn't mean anything to, to anyone. So the core comics. <laughs> 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 I really shouldn't laugh. But like that was talking, funny, though. In, in, uh, in, in May, the first quote-unquote core comic is coming out with the free comic book day uh, thing. With, with they the always, best art ever. Which is it's like so about young yes, it's, it's the, the free comic book day is always this like short comic, but it is written by Mike. Um, so that's the first. And then theoretically in the fall or something, like close closer to a year from now, we'll get the first of the actual comics. So like – how are what are our feelings towards these? Like, obviously, we're going to be excited to see Goran Asami as a couple. Obviously, we're ex- excited to see Mike writing them. Um, I don't know what's beyond that. Like, is this like super hype? Is this like just something that's going to happen a year from now? To me, it still feels too far away to get too excited about. Well, no, I mean, I think it's. I'm pretty excited about it, and especially to like to have comments comics that are like hopefully going to be good because the the Avatar comics have been up and down, like super up and down, and also it's just I think I'm really intrigued to see what these comics can be about because the characters are older, and we got the whole like oh they're together they're by like out of the way like what's gonna happen like what are we gonna do that out of the way we got that out of the way so like we can just have it in the comics and there'll be a thing it'll be adorable and and i am interested to see like if they hint at it or what they're if they are gonna if we might get a little bit of world building like what is the avatar world gonna be like after all this happened because we really didn't get a resolution for like what all happened like the world has been changed like irrevocably so like i want to see what happens so this will be interesting. You know what the first comic's going to be out? It's just going to, it's like not going to be any like, uh, it'll be a date. Kora, Kora, no, it's not going to be Cora and any Cora It's just going to be Cora and Prince Wu in like meetings about dissolving <laughs> the Earth Kingdom. And like that's that for like a hundred pages. And, and trade disputes. <laughs> yeah. And yes. yeah, exactly. Tra- yeah. That's what it'll, Mike is going to write. It'll just be the promise, but like Cora and, it's and like, we're not going to see anything exciting with the airbenders. No, it's just going to be like political avatar, political stuff. That's what Mike really wants to write. Yeah, that's extreme. <laughs> no, but like seriously, it's I like the Star Wars prequel. That's, that's all a big politics because right? we don't know what else to do. Yep. I, I don't know. That's that literally what that is. But like, I don't think that's my that, point. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. I don't think that like Mike uh... is like guaranteed. Like, I don't think we should be like Mike's one hundred percent to handle Coronasami well. 
That's the thing. That's like one of my main points. That's why they ended it like with with <laughs> the sort it's of like, like okay, I don't even it's just know, about to happen like, and then Mike, we're going to cut it off. Like Mike doesn't seem to have super strong feelings towards this, you know, like he's not the one with like the impassioned post and it's like Brian was Yeah, he was just kind of like this. go read Brian's post. <laughs> yeah. Like which is, you know, it's fine. I don't know. Um but uh I'm interested to see like what he if he treats this as like an explicit romance if he like uh just Turtle makes... Duck date that happened that launched like that a thousand it's, okay it's saying it happened it was a piece of fan art yes um and that was made by a person who made the show but yeah Thank uh, you for philosophically breaking down like the concept of Yeah, basically. It's I don't think that can okay, I don't think just because Brian draws something it counts as canon. I've said this a few no, it's, times. It's canon, That's canon. By the way, also it's one thing, canon. now that we're talking about dumb things fans do, it's I'm gonna not, look it up and Cora see. Cora and Asami have not to this day been together a year. Do you do you not understand that the Cora timeline does not equal our real world timeline? I just want to make sure that we're clear on that. They're married, they have three works. babies. No, that's not how <laughs> this <married>. works. <laughs> Our timeline does not equal the core timeline. They're, they're married. Like, I think people, I'm, do, do people actually not? They're actually both dead. <laughs> this is like, no, my favorite is like in Carmilla when people like send dumb asks and it's like they're on a completely different timeline than oh, we yeah, are. Oh yeah, that did happen. It's, so it's like, that's a show that actually has like its own timeline though. Cora is not. It Cora, didn't. It Cora didn't. has no timeline. It's, it's just a thing that's happening in isolation. They, did you read the new Halsey album? Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't even remember what I was talking about now. Anyway, let's... Yeah, I don't know what your point was. No, I don't even know what these are going to be at. Like, I guarantee you the first core comic is not just going to be about all about Gore and Asami. It's Mike writing. Like, that's no way that's what it's about. Um, So I don't even know. What do we... I, don't know. I mean, doing? Brian could be breathing down his neck. We don't know. No, I don't think Brian's involved, like, at all. Like, just I think like that's... That. They're Biffles, though. Are they? Are they really? They're, they're, I mean... I, they're not Biffles. <laughs> like, I, you can tell. I feel like they talk maybe once. I want them to listen to this podcast and be like, no, we're deaf Biffles. I mean... I yeah, want declaration. We had confirmation that Brian listened to one of our podcasts like, like five years ago, seven years ago. Maybe. <laughs> so there you go. Um, I don't know. Well, th- Mel, thoughts on the core comic? I am excited. <clears throat> are you like actually excited though or are you like this is yes i'm actually thing. excited because i want to see i don't I, see i, I don't know if is, i'm actually is, excited is, no this is the thing because this is like back when avatar ended you said the number and don't tell me you didn't say it or don't remember because i'm sick of hearing that um <clears throat> you said um the main reason that you wanted more avatar like you wanted the season four is because you wanted katang fluff i don't know like you were like no i do remember. shut up <laughs> and um like, that's my thing here. It's like, I don't need a whole nother season because, like, I wouldn't want to waste a season just because I really want to see my ship in action. I'm, but, I'm, like, that's, that's comics are, are going to be great because it's going to be, like, it's going to be, it's going to be good. It's going to be great. I, I just want to know what Korosami Sweetie is. I just need to know. I'm worried about Mike treating this like a new season of Korra, right? Like, that's, that's kind of, like, I don't, we don't, you don't they need have to, to riff. You don't need to yeah. introduce a new villain. You don't need to, like, have an isolated plot. I really doubt that's what's going to happen. I think that's what he's going to do. I, I don't think Mike... I really Mike is doubt like, it. Mike is, like, such a, like, by-the-books writer. Like, I don't think he's going to... I don't think he's just going to, like, write... Well, I don't Well, I don't think we'll have a new villain, but I think... I mean, I do think you're right that we'll probably tackle, like, the oh. logistics of what ha- of the finale okay, first. Okay, so let's actually... Okay, so, like, I actually have opinions on, like, what... Assuming that it's not just, like... Are you saying we don't actually have opinions? Assuming no that it's not Dylan just Cora an and Asami, like, drabbles, right? You know, like, assuming that's not what the... Yeah. the like, it, here's the most interesting thing, and I've, this is not a surprise, the most that I'm saying, this most interesting thing about the Avatar world post-Cora is the Airbenders. Like, not close. Shocker! Did that nothing, really come out of Dylan's mouth? Nothing, anything... Close. Oh, there's nothing mean, anything close uh, politically or like by nation that matters any it's just 
such an interesting dynamic what you have with the Airbenders post. Like, what Dylan really means is Janora. Well, Janora's not relevant right now. So, like, and Obel's oh, not relevant wow. either because they're too young. So, like, you have to, like, age it, like, because Obel, that's the thing. We had this such an. Janora's, like, the, she's the first master airbender since her dad. Yeah, and in book four, <laughs> what do you think? She was doing nothing, right? So, that I'm sure that was very relevant to Mike and Brian. Um, but yeah, no, I don't know. Just politically how the airbenders are going to function now. That's, that's, I don't know. I guess we're going to more likely to focus on the earth kingdom because we had woo stuff in the epilogue, right? But like, that's not, that's not, uh, interesting. Um, like maybe what the red, the remnants of the red lotus. Okay. There you go. There's the second one. That's actually interesting. Um, we never talked about that post book three. The remnants of the Red Lotus, right? Because that's something that's even less likely to happen. I think no. I think that that they could focus no, on. No, why not? Why not? Someone's gonna have a brother, like secret brother, who's like, <laughs> you killed my brother, so that, now no, I that, need No, that's what Jin Yang does. That's what Jin Yang. Does. <laughs> that's what Jin Yang does. <laughs> Someone's gonna have a brother. I have a secret family. Anyway, yeah, I'm interested, really interested. Like to see Skywalker that, style. How how Mike writes it. Also, Spirit World stuff too. Post. That's the other interesting plot thread you can focus on is. Is the spirit well, world the sp- still really pissed at Korra and stuff? Like well, in the spirits in Republic City. Oh yeah, we have a portal there. there one in the same. Because that was no one really cared about that plot line, but there's a portal in Republic City now. But that so. thing is a big f you to sleep. Let me tell you, <laughs> how is anyone supposed to like? You need with some a, blackout curtains with a giant glowing thing. That's yeah. what you're concerned about here. Yes, yeah, I, no, I want to plot. I want to. I want to comment oh, on this. I'm no really one can sleep. About that stuff when I like watch movies and I see like really bright windows and I'm like, how do you sleep? Like that's I. I sleep in a cave. Actual literal. Cave. I have blackout curtains as well. I feel you. Other random thoughts on the comics. I hope they get pretty. enough sleep. That are not sleepily. They're going to be gorgeous. I can't wait. Yeah. Um, yes. We had, I don't have the artist without my head, but yeah. Cute dates. Good, good stuff involved. I, I mean, we'll see. I, I'll put in, write down my skepticism as to how much Mike's approach is course on me, but we will see. Um, at the same time, he like knows that that's what the expectation is. So we'll see how it goes with that. So they're going to subvert expectations. <laughs> but Mike, yeah. All over again. Oh, yeah, they know. What if Spoilers. it starts out like broken up and like. Yeah, no, it's just, it's, it's no. just a McCoy comic. Yeah, that's <laughs> No, but that's it's. That's not like, even funny to talk about. Shh. Yeah, we had a good run. It's like Ted 2. <laughs> Like when they, um, <laughs> Wait, oh, that is the dumbest cultural reference. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, Mila Kunis just wasn't in it, and they were like, "Oh yeah, she broke up with me." When like the whole point of the first movie was them like getting married or staying together or whatever, kind of like that. That's the other annoying thing that fans do, by the way, is like assume that Cora and Asami are soulmates. Like the, the, we 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 saw the they beginnings of a relationship. Okay, 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 okay. One, how, so you too. can't even. You can't even get mad at people for that. Because, I'm not like, mad, but it's it's just soulmates, illogical. Like, are, soulmates aren't even real, so like it doesn't matter. Well, just it's like oh, it's like oh, this is the day they get married. Like that, that's that's not a thing that's canon. Right? No, that's that's a thing people did. You know, it actually became popular. It was like after the end of season one when Mako and Korra had their thing, and um, everyone was like, oh, they're like so, oh, they're perfect for each other. They're soulmates, but everyone like came up with this weird little head cannon that was popping up all over the place that avatars like they're like avatars only fall in love once in their life. Yeah. <laughs> and I yeah. was like, what? The f- <laughs> well, the thing, 
Well, the thing is, I think a lot of it has to do with, like, how romance is presented a lot in media, in, like, ver- in animation or not, that, like, the end is- of a show yeah. is, like, when they get together, so, like, yeah. you assume they're going to be together, together forever, because that's how it works, because, well, like, you watch breaks. a show and they get that's together. Nothing. I'm fine with, like, fans being, like, passionate and just, like, assuming they're going to be together, because, like, they like it, but, like... That's not actually how it works. That's not how it works. So right? we just make sure we know that, right? I want Korosami relationship problems that they worked through. Right, yeah. So, like, it's the beginning of a I want one of them to kill the other's secret sibling. I thought you were going to say the other and that ended there. And, like, no, that's a little <laughs> no, too much like, angst. I was phrasing it. Yeah. And then disaster strikes. So what Mel really wants is Romeo and Juliet. No, I was actually referencing the second season of Carmilla, but that works too. Yeah, no, it's That was a cousin, not a sibling. Is everything just Romeo and Juliet? Is that another one of these things? Probably, actually. Okay, what have we not covered on this outline? Um, I didn't, I wasn't looking at it. Obviously, you weren't looking at the outline. Obviously, we didn't need to... Dylan, does anyone ever look at the outline? Sir, may we confer, sir? It's Hamilton. It's from Hamilton. Okay, more things that are not Cora. Um, How many vague references can we make on the book? The book's sitting right next to me, so I thought about it. What are, okay, like, thoughts, last thoughts on Cora as a whole heading into our second year post-Cora. What a sad year. Year really. two. Year two. Year two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, by the way, one thing we should mention, we yeah. just, we still don't know what the DreamWorks show that half of the Cora crew moved on to after Corin that it still has not I been assumed it's some kind of how to join your dragon show no. that's what i was about to say no because that you already can't just say no and make Dylan, that. you don't know that, that show already happens and they're not working on yeah, it but they could do more stuff leading up to this movie yeah. anyway uh, Dylan, there's also supposed to be like three dreamer dragon shows so joaquin phoenix um lauren uh who else and ryu i think yeah i think they were all moved on to a dream show and we still don't haven't had it announced so look out for that at some point um, Mike and Brian, of course, are working on their own comics. Oh, yeah, let's mention Thread Worlds and whatever Mike's comic is called. I don't remember. Um, yeah, Thread Worlds. Looks We're cool. so mean to Mike. <laughs> Mike's we, thing. That's... Mike's thing that looks less interesting. To be fair, it does look less interesting. It, I agree. It's, it's, it's also like more aimed at kids, I think, but I'm not sure. It's aimed. At, they throw it at kids. They just pelt them right in the face with it. It's like the magic thing is. I'm it? I'm into this thing right now where I take things literally and then like say it back to people to see how just they to like annoy them it's purposely. Great. Yeah. It's great. That's like no, my thing. That's my thing this week. I guess we should mention that like Mike and Brian aren't working on a new show, right? So it's, I don't. It's, it's still a little disappointing. Like I like that they're working on their own projects and like they're not going to be super stressed out, but. Uh, they can eat kale. It's, it's, no, Brian can eat kale. Yeah, Brian can eat kale. But, like, I don't know. We were all like, oh, what are Mike and Brian next? And it's not anything that's going to be as tangible as Korra, I guess, if that makes sense. It's not like you're going to see a Thread Worlds fandom. Like, touch it. Yeah. As cool as it looks. Right? <laughs> can't punch it. Mel, you're killing me. So I think. What a roll. The more annoying Mel gets, the closer we are to ending. Is that how it works? That's so great. Get more annoying, Mel. No. I'm conditioning you. I've been doing it for years. <laughs> isn't that how isn't that how friends work, right? Yeah. Um, okay, so Sam's asleep. Yeah, I think I don't. I'm not asleep. Oh, Sam's not asleep. I've been here. Sam, last, Sam, last thoughts on Cora? I don't have any thoughts. My thoughts are unimportant because you skipped over me like a half hour ago. This is, there's you no. Did. There's you skipped. No, you were talking to people and you skipped Sam. There's no roundtable. I was just throwing things oh. out there. Oh boy. What was that? 
What? <laughs> what was Mel say? She said, oh boy. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah. We can settle this afterward. Throwing away my shots. What are you saying? Just like my country. You can tell this is like an FTSW podcast and I want to be doing because I don't let them get off as track anymore. It's funny because I actually, my thing is, is that I, I see how much Dylan will let me get away with. Very. So far, it's a lot. I'm sure that's conducive <laughs> to, to podcast quality. <laughs> and Mel's been saying Star Wars every chance. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. Anyway. Um, I have a headache. Okay, I'm sorry about that. So yeah, Cora. <laughs> Take a Tylenol. We're in you know me. Second year. You know that I can't. What? Okay, let's end with Cora's legacy. We kind of talked about this before. Um, do we think people's perceptions of Cora are different now? Like, the, not regardless of whether we think it's like very high quality. I think it's aged well. Like I, I actually yeah. recently looked up some stuff just to see like what the dealio was at like, this people point. People haven't just dropped it. Yeah, no, people still regard it as kind of like really. The worry, really the worry is that people wouldn't won't have seen books three and four because they're online, right? Yeah. No, that's that's the thing though, because it's like on even on Rotten Tomatoes, it's got like, I mean, there's still reviews that pop up there on occasion, and it's it's still uh, highly praised for the same things it was praised for a year a year ago. I will, so. I will say um, this now. This is just like an example of one one group, but. I volunteer at um, every year to do Christmas crafts with a fifth with a fifth grade classroom at my old middle school, and last year every single kid knew what Cora was and they would talk to me about it. Like I think I wore a Cora shirt or something. They were like, "Oh my God, Cora!" This year everyone talked about Doctor Who, and that just has more to do, I think, with like what's on TV. But I will. There was like that. I don't know. Like I don't know necessarily if kids are growing up knowing what Cora kids, is. I thought you were gonna stop it. Just, I don't know if kids are growing up. No, oh, I, would, like, I was shifting. I'm sorry, I was changing position. Like, of course they're growing up. God, jeez. No, I mean, I don't necessarily you know. know if um people are like kids are as aware of Cora. And granted, that also has to do with how often Nick is airing anything. And of course, you know, two seasons weren't even on TV. So, yeah, yeah. So no, I'm I'm no I'm, Thanks, guys. I, time I'm I I'm genuinely concerned that people won't be able to consume the show in the future, like or Avatar anymore. They're not on Netflix. Like the show wasn't on TV. It's not going to be repeated by Nick. Like how are people going to actually watch it? Like I remember being Word really mouth. upset. Like when Cora, like you're really when, just setting me up for the food puns right now. Like what it went. I remember being very very upset when it got switched. Not only just for us, but because I was just thinking about you know that little girl or that little boy who loves Cora and watched it every day, every week, and just, where did Cora go? And, you know, because, you know, a lot of times they wouldn't, they necessarily wouldn't have access to be able to, to watch it, or wouldn't know, or... So it still upsets me. There's something I wanted to say. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm, there's, there are, like, a contingent of, of people are, like, in our age bracket who think avatar is really good and don't think cora was like close to as good so that should there are There's plenty of people who didn't <clears throat> care to watch cora and what who didn't care to watch cora who were fans of avatar yeah no and there's people who just haven't like seen the last two seasons either because they and there were some people who didn't even know cora was a thing because people live under rocks sometimes <sighs> so i don't know i'm 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 maybe now i'm slightly more skeptical than i was a year ago that cora would be regarded as like an all-time animation classic yeah i'm i'm well i'm just more of concerned of like yeah, that, that and, which is which is dumb because like, I disagree with that. But yeah, are people really going to watch it? Because 
Because I talk, I talk to a lot of kids. Avatar because it used to be on Netflix, and like they know what Avatar is, they love Avatar. But I really am concerned that there will be people who like, like, who won't grow up watching Korra because, because I mean that's really when you think about it is like you know yeah there are cartoons that you know like only our generation will have watched. But I really, but Avatar is one of those things that I've met a lot of kids who are very young who have watched Avatar because their parents loved Avatar. They had older siblings, but. I really don't know if that's going to happen with Korra, just simply because of how it was um, produced and how it was aired. Yeah, I'm 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 skeptical, um, and it's Nick's fault. So screw yep. screw you, Nick. That's my conclusion. Okay, so then then then. Granted, Avatar was on Netflix one time, so maybe Korra. It, can yeah, Avatar didn't used to be on Netflix. So it weird. was, and then they took it off. Mel's Mel's contributions have gone they were like really good in the beginning and then they've just been slowly whoa, ever whoa, since. Whoa, 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 slowly whoa. the slow decline is what we've whoa. been seeing here i get very distracted my room has a lot of um a lot of stimuli not there's as, a lot of there's, a lot, there's a lot going on in this not in as this bedroom as the podcast right now okay. well i'm staring at these books i want to read and i've been staring at them they sitting, there's two of them it's house of leaves and it's and it's the hamilton biography and they're sitting on my desk and i'm in the middle of reading both of them and i'm just house thinking wow I can, no you read two books at once that's hard i don't know how you do that oh okay God. anyway um so i'm trying to <laughs> to yeah that was like that. yeah that was less off topic than your statement was i'm sure Okay, so, Slammer Jeff, any last thoughts on on Gora the anniversary? No. Ouch. Okay, that's. I it. have no. I have no thoughts. You have no thoughts. Why not? It's a profound statement. We podcasted on this for like years, and I'm just sick of talking about it. Of talking about Gora. Yeah, I mean, I know it's been like a year Cora? since the last one, but like. Alpha. I just it's like give give me like a. This is why they have like ten year high school reunions. Like get distracted. <laughs> Mel's Mel's baiting me at this point to like. <laughs> talk about off topic things but okay um, i'm good at it i've, I've learned how to elsa no okay no, so like that, like that kid in class who can always get the professor like on a tangent for like 20 minutes no i mean i think that that's yeah, that doesn't mean but... and this doesn't mean sam like doesn't love it any less but i think that's a legitimate thing right like yeah. it's, Walk it out. i don't know I need my space. But it's only i mean it's it's been a year and three different people. and for some things it's a long time and for tv it kind of isn't yeah 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 Tumblr's like, hey, remember this thing? Hey, remember this thing? Did you did you forget? Did you get your daily dose of this thing yet? And it's like, Jesus. Yeah. Very and I, don't, I think for a lot of us that it really, I mean, it's been a year, but it's not like, I don't I mean, I mean, there might, I don't know. For me, like, it's, I haven't really gone a day without thinking about Korra or seeing something related to Korra. Like, I think it's really hard at this point to kind of talk about this kind of stuff. So, like, maybe we should have it. I think Sam has a good point about tenure, you know, class reunions. Like, really, we should, this should be a conversation we have, like, I don't five years, years. I don't want to see those people. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I can't control it. You're just ruining my analogies <gasps> and metaphors. Oh, okay. I thought I was losing. That was a I good really, good statement, Delaney. Until I got really to... <laughs> Until Mel. I'm Dylan Eisen. I'm open my Amazon <laughs> Jeff, Jeff's, your mouth for food? Jeff, Sam, Mel, Delaney, no, and Allie was here too. And like she's going um, to Star Wars. And we'll say hi for Bird as well because she exists, but it's working. No. Hey, uh, I'm here. Dang it. Yes, oh. Jeff's here. Jeff too. I'm watching Um, thank, uh, you can find out more about this podcast at overlyanimated.com. Um, 
check out Dog Wufang as well, I guess. <laughs> There's not there much there right now, but yeah. I should probably check the Still forums. I don't think anyone's posted on the forums. We could check though. I, if anyone would have posted, it would be you. So unless you you're secretly right. posted. Um, I can't really play. If like, you are a, uh, if you're listening to us on the Dong Fang Tumblr and the From the Spirit World feed, please check out OverlyAnimated.com. We cover a bunch of shows. Um, thanks to our current patrons. Oh, you can support us at patreoncom overlyanimated. Thanks to our patrons: Shana, Mitch Cordell, Beatrice, Nate, Andy, and Jamie, aka Nafever, Mitch Cordell, University Beatrice, students. Okay. like your mailman. Those aren't even words. Dylan's gonna become an auctioneer. A, like a bad one, though. <laughs> I don't think it's like ones. a crappy auctioneer. So, crap. in terms of overly animated, next podcast, me and Delaney on Sunday covering the latest episode of Ladybug. And after that, I don't know. Gravity Falls Theories podcast at some point. No shows are on anymore right now, so. Are we supposed to be having a roundtable at some point? I just love how, how much you... It, Wait, it John sick. John M. posted in June. <laughs> on the FTC oh, schedule. Let's see what he said. When is anything new coming out for the Avatar fandom? If anything new is coming, nothing. nothing. Sorry, John, nothing. <laughs> no. <laughs> um. Yep, that was the only new post since since April. So there you go. Um. Yeah. Cool. Let us know what you thought of this crappy podcast. Um, wow. <laughs> I blame you know. Don't you, you know you know who I blame. It's Don't just... finish the sentence. Dylan texts me and he's like, "No, you didn't text me. You messaged me on Skype and you were like, I really want you to be on this podcast." And I was like, "Okay." I mean, I, do you regret that? No, it was warranted for like the first thirty minutes. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> oh man! I should have gone to see Star Wars. You're going to see Star Wars again tomorrow. Like. I am. Yeah, that's true. Oh, Mel's gonna see it twice before I can see it once. This is oh, listen, my roommates—they saw it at eight p.m. last night, one thirty p. Oh, no, one thirty a.m. this morning. And then another one's going to see it today. I want to go with your roommates to see it. We would get along. How do you know based on the mutual liking of... Because I I wanted to see it tonight. I was like, who can I get to go with me to see it tonight? No one is the answer. I'm going to see it twice. I just don't know. (sighs) I had the podcast tonight. (laughs) My parents said we were going to see it tomorrow. Before Sam sleeps and... I'm not... I hate Sam's gonna so kill much. you. You literally no. That's that's a fair assessment though, because you were saying that you wanted to take a nap and or sleep you right before that, this. Yeah. So don't even. Wow, I'm this, gonna kill both of you. Didn't warrant a don't even, but you know. Okay, that's it. Um, <laughs> use hash. Use hashtag. Um, I don't know. Send me an ask if you listen to it. Okay, I mean, this isn't. That's the thing. Like we got to one twenty, and this you realize this is like half of the length of our core podcast. <laughs> like, what did we even talk about? It started out. Well, that's what I was trying to figure out when you were like, "We're gonna do an hour." I'm like, "How are we gonna do an hour?" Talked about We've been doing like fifteen minute podcasts. <laughs> we do thirty minute podcasts, right? And it's like, and then okay. I was scrolling through old podcasts. I was like, "How did we do four hours?" <laughs> like, I don't know. How did people listen to four hours? I don't know. Car rides. He just fell over. No, I hit me. my laptop. No. Okay, okay, thanks for listening, guys. That's me being done with everything. We'll see you next time on overlyanimated.com, stuff like that. Okay, bye. We're not at wait, wait, we're finishing on. No, we don't do that anymore, though. No, we don't. <gasps> but this is supposed because to be a This thing. is a cross-listed podcast, so we can, oh, we can end. I guess we have to finish on something, though. Um, what do you want to end on? Your mom. No, oh my god. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> the I couldn't stop. No, so you could have made that joke any of the previous 150 from the Spirit World podcast. You chose not for those. So what is it that's different about this one? I don't know. <laughs>
was so good. Just came out. That's what she said. Should we do like an old joke or something from this podcast? Oh man, I don't know. What old jokes are there? The only thing I thought of was Cora the Explorer. We don't have any old jokes. Something we said in this podcast. It had to be something Mel said because that was the only stuff that was funny. (laughs) Ha ha. Winner. Not that. That's not what. <laughs> Might as well just end on Star Wars. You're talking about it just as much as we talked about. Yeah, let's just finish on Star Wars. How's that? No, we're not doing that. <laughs> Definitely not. Oh, wait, no, it was, it was like, how's it going? I have to Chorus think how- five it, ever. Um, do, 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 I'm surprised you let that go over as long as it did. Because Dylan has no idea what we're doing. I think he left. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs>